Uh, good morning, everyone. It's Saturday morning on Texas football style here with Jerry Hamilton and Bobby Burton uh, talking a little Texas football. Uh, Jerry, I want to start uh, with Warren Roberson, a young man from Red Oak. Uh, uh, one of the final pieces, it looks like potentially of the 2023 recruiting class for the Longhorns. He came in yesterday afternoon, late uh, late Friday. Uh, what are you hearing on his recruitment at this point and where is where are things at? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one because what we learned Friday morning early was that he was on USC's campus last weekend unofficially. And that was kept totally quiet by Warren and USC. I don't I, maybe it got out late after he left, but I have I didn't see it. I mean, Warren was not on social media saying I'm at USC, blah, blah, blah. So that threw another school into the mix because when the news came out that he was going to officially visit Texas, obviously USC was still in it, but he hadn't been on campus there since June. So it looked like it would be more of a TCU versus Texas recruitment. Arizona State was trying to get up for an official visit. They were trying to get in the split this weekend, but that didn't happen. Uh, it's just Texas. Uh, but then that USC news of, of, of that unofficial visit, coupled with uh, Lincoln Riley being to the school Thursday, you kind of knew USC was very much a player in this. Lincoln would not have used uh, a trip this late to Red Oak if they weren't very much in this. I think we've been doing this long enough to know that. So it's a three-horse race, Texas, USC, TCU. The question is, is it really Texas, USC right now? I think that's that's the interesting question uh, because the reason he didn't sign with TCU initially, he's been committed since October 31st. The reason he did not sign in December was they took a bunch of defensive backs late, and it wasn't that he's scared of competition. If he goes to USC or Texas, that's obviously not the case. It's just that he wasn't told about that. So I guess he kind of had an issue with the late – DB takes and the numbers there when he he wasn't informed uh, until really late. Uh, so that's why he didn't sign uh, based on what I was told by a source. And now we'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, you know, I, I I think Texas feels pretty good about it. Else they wouldn't have brought him in. I, I was going to say, how do you handicap it? I mean, it, you know, is it 50-50 with USC in your opinion? Or is TCU in this at all? I think Texas has to be the slight favorite right now, um, unless – he just decides right now he wants to get far away from home. But that was not the case the first time. He went with TCU over USC. Um, now, maybe that was a lot of Brian Carrington and a relationship he had with him. We'll see. Um, but uh, because Brian Carrington had an interesting way of recruiting him, considering he was at USC the year before and then at TCU. And, so, now, he's at, and now he's at Arizona State. Now he's at Arizona State. Yeah, and what a what a this shows what a, a nomadic lifestyle some college coaches have to live, yeah, right? Yeah. So I, I think Texas, I would handicap Texas as the slight favorite right now because he chose to stay close to home the first time. Um look, and here's an interesting thing about his visit. He went out to USC alone. He's he drove down to Texas alone, but I think a family member or two's coming down today. So he, he's a kid who Look, the family is coming down, um, and I think that was part of the TCU commitment the first go-round. So I would lean slightly to Texas because he picked in-state school to begin with, but we'll see that Lincoln-Riley school visit on Thursday is of note. Yeah, I, I would say that, you know, just from from looking at it from afar, I don't have the insight that you do, Jerry, but it, it, it seems like it's a 50-50 deal. Blake Gideon is recruiting him for the Longhorns, the former Longhorn safety, now the safety coaches for the Longhorns. He has been recruiting him from the get-go. He's the one that offered Roberson back in September wow. as a senior eval as well. So that's of note. Uh, what about Deuce Robinson, uh, the tight end out of the Phoenix area? What it, what are you hearing the latest on Deuce at this point? 
Well, I think the big thing is, does he show up on a campus this weekend? A lot of people think it's going to be Georgia. And if he goes from Phoenix to Athens this weekend, I mean, I, I think we can put a bow on this one, right, even before he announces. I mean, I, I'm guessing USC and Texas will say, yeah, we lost out on that one if he shows up in Athens. If he shows up somewhere, if he shows up anywhere, really, the schools that are still recruiting, the, the other two schools are be like, yeah, that's not good for us. Um, but, you know, Georgia, USC went in Monday. And Texas hadn't been in as of Wednesday. Um, it, I honestly haven't heard if they got in home Thursday or not. Uh, but I know Texas was still trying in this recruit. They're going to recruit all the way through the whistle on kids like this. We know that about this staff. Jeff Banks, I know, tried to get in home uh, close to the end of the week. But the fact that Georgia and USC were in there Monday, I, I don't know if that's a great sign for Texas. So Texas is obviously playing from behind this week. Interesting. Uh, all right. Those look like the last two guys. It doesn't look like they're going to go on the junior college defensive lineman they brought in a week ago. They're, uh, they're, well, they're, going, they're kind of going through the transcripts there, just taking a longer peek because I guess there's not a rush to sign him on signing day, right? So I, I think they're kind of going through that process to see if this could even happen. Uh, but they have not offered him yet, which is telling to your point. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So as of Wednesday, for the next Wednesday, which is the second signing period, we're really looking at two possibilities, yeah. Warren Roberson and Deuce Robinson. Yeah. Roberson out of Red Oak in Texas, up in the DFW area, and Deuce Robinson out of Pinnacle over in the uh, Phoenix area, uh, nation's number one ranked tight end. Well, hey, Bobby, at, let me ask you this, because one of the big questions on Inside Texas has been, would you really take Warren? You have Derek Williams. You brought in Jalen Catalan, and their 24s are good. I'm uh, absolutely, yes, he's a big-time player. Well, here's the reality of it. Both McDonald and Williams are possible safeties. Jelani McDonald and Derek Williams. Yeah. Both could grow out of that position. Yeah. Roberson's not going to grow out of that position. Right. Right. So right. I don't, I don't, I you know, I think you have to take at least one safety. Uh, and Derek Williams is their one safety right now in that class. But he literally, you, you sit here and told me the other day, his dad's six foot six. He's only 18 years old. There's no telling how big Derek Williams right. is going to be. Right. Um, and then Jelani McDonald is is penciled in at linebacker, if not star at this position at this time. Uh, and so, yeah, I think they have to take a. I think they should take a a uh, high school safety. Uh, and, 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 and I'm in greedy mode right now. Texas got the eight and five. They, they should the be. They, they should yeah. be in greedy mode. Yeah, ha have the number three class. Um, look, Jaron Thompson, Jalen Catalan, probably last year's. If Jalen Callon has a healthy year, he should go pro. If he comes back, it's just a ridiculous decision, right? I mean, uh, Jaron Thompson possibly in his last year. I believe Keaton Crawford's possibly in his last year as well. So there is a need to get young safeties in this program and develop them for a year and get them ready to roll uh, probably year one in the SEC. That's interesting. I, I almost wonder, and this is a, a, a sidebar co tangent conversation, is if Terry Joseph and Blake Gideon – uh, the two defensive back coaches, Joseph coaches uh, the corners and, and is a passing game coordinator tying in the back end of the defense, along with Blake Gideon at safety. I kind of wonder if they're trying to get corners and rotate them into safety a little bit, too. I mean, we've heard about uh, Austin Jordan already seeing some time potentially there at both star and potentially safety. Uh, you know, Terrence Brooks is kind of that mix that could be both. Um, I kind of wonder in Xavier Bryce. I yep. kind of wonder if that's where Texas is going uh, with with their guys. And so uh, that might be looking as the fill-in guys over the top. I, well, I wonder, to your point, Bobby, with Warren Roberson, he has wide receiver ball skills that play safety. So he is one of those guys, essentially. 
Got it. Got it. Um, hey, Jerry, a couple other questions for you. It, Texas plays uh, Tennessee in basketball this weekend or tonight at five uh, on ESPN. Uh, Rodney Terry going into his mentor's uh, home court now at Tennessee, Rick Barnes. Uh, one or two things that people need to be on the lookout for based on what you're hearing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, so Tennessee will play small, but they can also play big and kind of dominate on the boards. People remember Rick Barnes' teams. He loved plus, minus, and rebound. Okay, he loves that stat. Um, so he always wants to really try his best to out-rebound opponents. But this is a different Tennessee team. They're ranked four. Now, they haven't played a ranked team for a while. Um, they've played the the lesser half of the SEC. Kind of like Texas has played the, the tougher part of the schedules back end. Uh, back half, so is Tennessee's. They have not played Alabama. They've not played the, the best teams in the SEC right now. So this will be Tennessee's first test, but there's going to be 21,578 people in there ready to roll today too and beat Texas, right? The newcomer into the SEC in a couple of years that everybody's going to hate, the University of Texas. So it's going to be a wild crowd. Um, it, Tennessee has really speedy guard, uh, Ziegler. He's really fast with the ball. Um, they have multiple playmakers. They they do a really good job moving the basketball, kind of like Texas. When they're at their best, they move the ball well. Everybody talks about Tennessee defensively. Rick Barnes' teams are always going to play well defensively. They're always going to hit the boards hard. Uh, they're always going to bring multiple guys to the defensive backboards. But they move the ball better offensively than some of the teams he's had. Um, so that's an interesting point. But, again, the thing for Texas fans, uh, they have Tennessee has not played a ranked team in a while. And I think that's interesting. So Texas will be the best team they've played uh, since be way before Christmas. Um, so that'll be interesting for Tennessee. Texas has to get off to a good start, have to make free throws, have to shoot the three well enough. If they can do that, I think they can score enough points to pull the upset. And, yes, it would be an upset. Tennessee's favorite is four versus ten. Hey, the other thing I wanted to mention, Jerry, that I thought was interesting um, and something to talk about, uh, our Justin Wells at Inside Texas was at the Lake Belton Waco High basketball game last night. He was there to check on Micah Hudson, uh, the, the wide receiver that plays for the basketball team, and then Selman Bridges, the yep. cornerback that also plays for the basketball team. Well, it just so happens he ran into a few people at, at, that, at that game. Uh, Chris Jackson, the new wide receivers coach, was there for the Longhorns, as was Terry Joseph, the defensive backs coach that has the Syntax region right. as a recruiting area. Uh, Jimbo Fisher was there as well. Nick Saban had stopped by earlier in the day. Uh, it looks like Micah Hudson is an early show of who one of the most re important recruits is right now and where this might trend uh, overall uh, in the state of Texas. Is that yeah. is that a fair assessment? He might be a bellwether recruit. Yeah, fair for sure. Um, and he will be at Texas A&M today with Selman Bridges. Um, confirmed that yesterday. Uh, so he'll be there. I believe his high school coach is taking him up there, which is of note um, as well. So that's he's going to be at AM this weekend. But yeah, absolutely. Ohio State, Tennessee, 
uh, you know, he made a, a unofficial to Tennessee with his mom. And this is going to be the key in this recruitment. Mom is key here. And I've been told this multiple times by the same person. If she's on the visits, that's a good sign. If she's not on the visits, that's a bad sign for the team's recruiting. She's very much involved in this recruitment. Um, so that is going to be the key is kind of who wins over the mom. I'll tell you what was interesting is, is somebody that absolutely knows this recruitment told me that um, <clears throat> I think believe it was the interim wide receiver coach at Oklahoma was her favorite person to talk to, but he's now gone. So that kind of opened the door um, in Texas. It looked like Texas and Oklahoma kind of were trending for her a little bit. And she liked Tennessee. She did not make the Ohio State unofficial visit over the summer. So that'll be interesting to see if Emmett Jones can kind of get Oklahoma back in there as well. But Oklahoma was very much in on Bryant Wesco out of Midlothian. Gotcha. All right. Well, hey, look, Jerry, I appreciate your time on this Saturday morning. I uh, hope everybody is having a good day. Uh, for Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas, I'm Bobby Burton, and this has been an episode of On Texas Football. Hook them. Thank you for watching. For more videos on Texas football, recruiting, and other sports, make sure you click the like button and subscribe to the channel to get the very latest updates. Uh, thank you for watching again, and hook them.